Welcome to this bonus episode of 15-Minute History. In this final episode of the four-part series, John discusses the solution to the current economic crisis and why profit holds the key to defeating COVID-19. We've all seen it. It's the enduring image of this viral pandemic. News stories have covered it. Meme lords on Twitter have immortalized it online. I saw two women at a local Walmart fighting over it. Empty store shelves where once there were mountains of soft, comfortable toilet paper. This despite the fact that COVID-19 does not appear to have gastrointestinal symptoms. Nevertheless, some people stocked up, took photos and posted them to Facebook and Instagram to show off, and within days, toilet paper was more important than food. In Lesson 3, we talked about how supply and demand work, and I mentioned in passing that when the quantity demanded exceeds quantity supplied, producers can't keep the shelves stocked, and the result is a shortage. The reverse is also true. My local grocery store is out of sliced dairy cheese, but it has plenty of dairy-free vegan cheese. The quantity supplied exceeds the quantity demanded, and a surplus is created. In a market economy, there are two remedies for a shortage increasing the price of goods to balance the market equilibrium, or increasing the production of that good. Raising prices on essential goods like toilet paper is dicey, and in some states illegal, during a national emergency. Fortunately, America's factory workers, truck drivers, and store clerks have risen to the challenge and are working day and night to replenish the nation's supply of essentials like food, medicine, and yes, toilet paper. Why do they do this? Why are these wonderful people putting in these long hours at work? Because they're contributing to their nation's survival in these dangerous times? Of course. Because they're bettering themselves and the rest of humanity? Certainly. But also because they are being paid. Profit, a dirty word to some so-called economic experts, is why you still have the chance to get fresh supplies of toilet paper, though you might have to get up before dawn to get in line. In a market economy, Profit is what keeps the shelves stocked. It's what keeps your family fed. And it's what will eventually beat this virus. Manufacturing companies like Ford and General Motors are now making personal protective equipment because they want to earn money. They surely have good intentions as well, but profit keeps their factories humming and their workers at their stations. The same is true of pharmaceutical companies working on a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, should these companies be profiting off their workers' labors in these virus-ridden times? That's a political question. But politicians ought to consider the opportunity cost of seizing products rather than allowing them to be sold. See Lesson 2 for more on this. Now, if you are just here for the lessons on economics and want to avoid political talk, feel free to jump to the last minute of this video for my closing thoughts. But there is one more point about shortages and profits that should be addressed and it deals with the current political climate here in the United States. Right now, many people are using the shortages of essential goods at stores to push a political agenda. They post photos online of empty shelves and tell their followers that capitalism has failed. To be blunt, these people are either economically ignorant or willfully distorting reality. Many of these people are open socialists who hope to transform the American economy into one where government owns or controls all means of production, all the companies which are making food, medicine, toilet paper, and everything else. They are using the current crisis to sway people to their side. The truth is that free market America during Global Pandemic Friday looks exactly like socialist Venezuela on an average Friday. The difference is, 
that on Saturday, American shelves will be restocked with everything money can buy, but Venezuelan shelves will still be empty. Why? Because American companies can still make money by increasing production and making more toilet paper, more medicine, and more food. Venezuelan companies cannot compensate for temporary shortages because their taxes are too high or their products are seized by local bureaucrats, so they lack the resources or the incentive to make more goods. If these Twitter socialists get their wish, if they seize the means of production for the good of the people, if they remove or quash the profit motive for businesses large and small, the results would be more terrible than the current pandemic. Americans would starve, they would get sick, and they would not be able to clean themselves. It may be distasteful to some to protect profits in these difficult days, but we must remain rational and consider what will happen if socialists are able to use this crisis to bring their ideas to America. Our lives today will become a permanent reality. Not because these people want it to happen. I don't think most Twitter socialists want to see empty shelves or people eating their pets to survive. But because without the profit motive, companies will be forced to cut production. Workers cannot work unless they are paid. Stores cannot sell food, medicine, or toilet paper unless they make money doing so. Pharmaceutical companies cannot make life-saving drugs if they cannot earn enough by selling them to cover research costs. Good intentions and a desire to work for the benefit of humanity simply is not enough to keep the lights on. Free markets, worked by free people, making money from their labors is the only way to end this crisis, to rise above the current shortages, and to preserve the lifestyles we all enjoy. It may not be popular, it may earn you the scorn of your woke friends, but it is the only rational thing to do. I hope you've enjoyed these lessons on rational economics and that they've helped you to think about our world in an objective, reasoned way. If you like these lessons, please leave a like on each of them wherever you listen to them and share them with your friends. Depending on the responses I get on these four lessons, I may make some more. Who knows? there may one day be a Rational Classroom YouTube channel. Until then, I hope you all stay safe and healthy, and also that you remain rational.